The US President Joe Biden has announced a new package of military aid for Ukraine, including ammunition, artillery and armoured vehicles. It's come on the final day of the G7 summit of world leaders in Hiroshima. President Zelensky's surprise appearance has dominated the G7 meeting. He's taken part in the so-called family photo with leaders of the world's most powerful democracies. It's part of a multi-day diplomatic tour to solidify support for an expected spring counteroffensive against Russia. President Zelensky also had bilateral talks with President Biden. Let's take a listen. And today I'm announcing the next tranche of U.S. security assistance to Ukraine, a package that includes more ammunition, artillery, armored vehicles to bolster Ukraine's battlefield abilities. And uh, the United States continues to help Ukraine respond, recover, and rebuild we're also supporting your pursuit of a just peace, just uh, one aspect of Ukraine's sovereignty and territorial integrity. It has to be non-negotiable. It just has to happen. So, Mr. President, what the people of Ukraine are defending, what you've achieved, is a matter for the entire world to observe. And they're in awe of what you've done so far, really and truly. It's incredible. Together with the entire G7, uh, we have Ukraine's back, and I promise we're not going anywhere. So, thank you for being here. Thank you very much, Mr. President. First of all, thank you for your help, leadership, for your support, and uh, really for this new package. That's great. Thank you very much from our people. And I'm so happy that, you know, we have so strong relations with our people, that our people during these, all these challenges, they go shoulder to shoulder. I'm very thankful to American people, to, to you, your team, Congress, by bipartisan support, and I'm, I'm happy that between our teams there are strong relations with Jake and Andrew and Mr. Blinking, and our, our foreign minister, all of you, big team, and that really helped us. Uh, thank you. I remember your last brave historical visit to Kyiv and uh, really our society uh, highly appreciate for this and we spoke about very difficult decisions and you did it with the training mission. We are very thankful. I think it will give us more strong positions on the battlefield. So we are very thankful. That that is a new package. I really didn't know the, the details, but I know that you gave us very big package during this year. It's more than 37 billion. My appreciations. We never forget. Thank you. We can cross live now to our correspondent Shaima Khalil in Hiroshima. Shaima, what are we expecting the US President Joe Biden to say today? Hi, Louise. So we're, before, I, before we talk about President Biden and America's support, uh, let me just tell you and our viewers that we are um, expecting pictures, actually looking at pictures um, from the Peace Memorial Park. We're just outside the Peace Memorial Park. I think you can see the um, atomic uh, bomb dome just behind me. This is where uh, President Zelensky and Prime Minister Fumio Kishida are. They both went into um, the Peace Memorial Museum. And I'm just looking at pictures of them now um, standing outside. We are expecting them um, 
to come um, to, to exit the museum and stand there. And then we're expecting them to go, into, uh, to go near the memorial and uh, lay a wreath. And of course, this is very highly significant and symbolic. You've talked a lot about um, the symbolism of holding the summit um, in Hiroshima, the historic significance. But I think that this poignance has uh, has gone to another level now with President Zelensky being at that very particular location. Uh, President Zelensky, I think, now is with um, with Prime Minister Fumio Kishida, um, and they are walking towards that uh, memorial, getting ready to lay the wreath. Again, President Zelensky, he landed yesterday in this highly anticipated uh, visit. And to be honest, since his landing um, yesterday on Saturday, he's pretty much dominated headlines of the G7 because, of course, Ukraine, the war in Ukraine, has been at the heart um, of the agenda here in the G7. Support for the country, military support, but also, uh, of course, support from the G7 partners. And when he landed, I think that was a point where, the, again, the, the significance of it went to, to another level because here he was, the president of a country in the middle of war, making the case for Ukraine to G7 and other countries. And then, there they are, they're walking together towards that memorial. And these optics um, are also quite significant. In mo uh, last month, when uh, the Prime Minister Fumio Kishida went to Ukraine, that was a very important moment because there was a lot of umming and ahhing here in Japan about whether or not he was going to make it to Ukraine. He was the only G7 leader that hadn't visited Ukraine at the time. And when he did, and when he met President Zelensky there, we understand that he invited him to come to, J to Japan, but it was never really confirmed. We knew that uh, President Zelensky was going to address the G7 via video link. It's a very, very diff different picture now. Look at the two men walking side by side in one of the most historically symbolic and significant locations, not just here in, in Japan, you'd argue in the world. This is an area that was leveled, that was devastated by an atomic bomb more than seven decades ago. And this is what, Pres uh, that, what Prime Minister Fumio Kishida said today in one of his speeches. Hiroshima was destroyed, but then Hiroshima was rebuilt. He also talked about um, Ukraine and the fact that the, uh, that the invasion of Ukraine has pretty much changed the world order. And here he is with President Zelensky walking in the direction of the atomic bomb dome an iconic picture at a time where the war in Ukraine continues uh, to rage. Earlier we heard from President Zelensky um, about what happened in the eastern city of Bakhmut. He was specifically asked whether uh, the city of Bakhmut was in Ukraine, in Ukraine's hands. He said, I think no. Today it's in our hearts. We then heard um, one of the, uh, a spokesperson go back on those words or try to go back on those words and he said this is not what the president meant he wasn't talking about uh, Ukrainian presence or Ukrainian military presence or withdrawal from Bakhmut he was talking about the destruction the wreath is now being laid the two leaders are laying a wreath at the peace memorial park it is a very significant moment there are so many layers of ponians to this because the Peace Memorial Park, this particular location, has always been looked at as a historical place, somewhere that you look at and you look back at what happened. You look back at a time that many thought 
was behind us, a time of war, a time of destruction, and it stood there as testament of a time that no one wanted to see again. And today, a leader, the Ukrainian leader, is laying a wreath while war still rages in his country, while the G7 leaders have condemned Russia's invasion or continue to condemn the Russian invasion of his country. It's a somber moment, but quite significant, not just for the Ukrainian president, not just for the Ukrainian leader, but also for Hiroshima, for Hiroshima to be the host of the G7, but also to be the host of President Zelensky when he stands center stage to speak to the world leaders and make the case for his country as the war continues to rage. Yes, they both bowed. Shima, in we've front just of those seen rings. them there laying the, the reef, as you said, very poignant images there. But some hope because the US president has announced this new package of weaponry for Ukraine. That's right. So some hope for Ukraine there. That, that's right, Louise, and, and it, it's a package, remember, in addition to the F-16s, uh, the jet fighters, and the training for Ukrainian pilots that was announced yesterday. I'm just looking at the note from the State Department, the U.S. State Department, about uh, details of that package that President Biden was talking about. And it says the security assistance package includes additional ammunition for high-mobility artillery, rocket system, artillery ammunition, anti-tank weapons, armored medical treatment vehicles, trucks, trailers to transport heavy equipment. It's a long list um, of equipment that uh, the United States is offering to Ukraine. And the end of that statement is quite interesting. It said, Russia could end its war today. Until Russia does, the United States and our allies and partners will stand united with Ukraine for as long as it takes. And it's interesting because earlier today, after one of the joint meetings that President Zelensky had with President Biden and other G7 leaders, also including leaders of countries um, that are not G7 members that have been invited, he tweeted and he said, our world is vast from Japan to the Middle East countries or to Arab countries to Latin America to Europe. We have laid out our peace formula to the world, and as long as there are invaders on our land, no one should sit at the negotiating table with Russia. And I think what that tells you as well, apart from the importance of him being physically among his allies, he also wants to reach out to countries that really haven't made up their mind about where they stand um, with the war on Ukraine. Take India, for example. He was sitting next to the Indian Prime Minister in one of the meetings, Narendra Modi. This is a man who has close allies with uh, allyship with, with Moscow and has continued to buy uh, Russian oil. So it shows you that President Zelensky is aware that he has to widen his circle of alliance to take the message of his country worldwide, to take it further.